Chapter 17, SF9, Rising Tensions The next day, they heard a knock on each of their doors, and they headed out to find breakfast had been served. They waited for Hulta to sit down and take the first bite before they began to eat. Breakfast was unusually quiet, but at least there was no tension. After everyone finished eating, they split up and each did their own thing. Sankyuk followed Huta into the living room and watched the news together. News Anchor Police are still investigating the murder of Miss Kim Song-min. Miss Kim was well known for her charity work as well as her foundation that helped runaway and abandoned girls. Police still have no leads or a clear motive for this senseless and devastating murder. The police are asking anyone with any information to please come forward. Huta started laughing and clapping his hands. Sankyuk smiled as he watched him. Sankyuk. Hyung, it's nice to see you so happy. Huta stood up and looked over at Sankyuk. Huta. We should be celebrating. My little brothers are growing up well, taking on such important jobs. You are proving yourselves just fine. Sankyuk tried to contain his excitement after receiving such praise from his idol. He stood up and bowed exactly 90 degrees. Sankyuk. It's all thanks to your guidance, Hyung. Huta smiled, but it faded as he walked towards the kitchen. Sankyuk quickly followed behind him to get him a beer. Meanwhile, Yongkyun was in the pool with Insong and Jaeyun, as well as some of the others. Sokwoo sat by the door with a glass of wine. Youngbin and Taeyang were sitting further away from the others in silence. They just looked at how the others talked and played. Youngbin. What are we doing here? Taeyang stayed quiet but on multiple occasions during his first few months, he had thought the same thing. But he quickly grew out of that phase. Taeyang was too busy thinking about how to find the woman with the bracelet. Youngbin was focused on Chani, who was sitting by the pool drinking a beer. Zuho was standing by the door, just observing everything, while he too drank a beer. Zuho was very quiet and only spoke when he needed to give orders or guide Sankyuk. Sankyuk may act as a leader, but only because he still seeked validation from Huta. Sankyuk was still immature at heart, but he overcompensated when he was angry. Sankyuk could be dangerous if left alone. Sankyuk and Huta actually had a history together. They had met about eight years ago when Sankyuk was still in high school. Flashback. Sankyuk was arrayed in his last year of high school, but he had endured years of bullying from the bored rich kids at school. But he was already at his wit's end and wanted to provoke them enough to see if they would just kill him off. However, Sankyo couldn't take the beating anymore and suddenly started fighting back. All the anger and hurt that he had kept bottled up broke out and he began winning over the bullies until one of them attacked him from behind, hitting him in the head, knocking him out. When Sankyo regained consciousness, he saw someone standing over him with blood on his face. Fearing that he'd be beaten again, he just closed his eyes. Instead, he heard the stranger call out to him. Stranger, hey, get up. Sankyo opened his eyes and slowly stood up. He turned to see the bullies all passed out on the ground, bloodied. Sankyuk, did, did you do this? The stranger looked at him as a smile slowly crept upon his face. Sankyuk turned to face him, surprised. Stranger, why? You don't like my art? Sankyuk, why would you do this? Who are you? Stranger, so that you'd owe me. Sankyuk's eyes grew wide and quickly looked away. He looked around, thinking for a moment as the stranger looked at him, amused. Sankyuk looked back at him and bowed a full 90 degrees. Sankyuk, I will gladly follow you, Hyungmin. The stranger smiled widened as he watched Sankyuk pledge his loyalty. End flashback. After Huta entrusted Sankyuk with the task of recruiting and expanding their territory, Zuho suddenly showed up and together they found the others. Sankyuk and Huta came out to the backyard and announced that they'd be celebrating. 
Zuho bowed and went to get drinks for everyone as some of the house staff brought over some snacks. Everyone except Taeyang gathered to eat. They turned on some music and started drinking and joking around more comfortably. Zuho only approached to get a plate of food and left the group. He went over to Taeyang and offered him the plate. Taeyang shook his head without even glancing at Zuho. Zuho ate quietly and once he was done he spoke. Zuho, Sunny left some files that you may be interested in looking at. Taeyang turned to face him, but Zuho was looking elsewhere. Zuho, don't make it obvious, but you'll need to be quick with finding those files before they clean it all up. Taeyang, haven't they already? Zuho, she had several properties. The police don't know about her extracurricular activities. Find where she hid them before the police do. Taeyang was tempted, but was suspicious of why Zuho was telling him all of this. Taeyang, does he know something? How would he know I wanted to talk to her? Taeyang, why are you telling me this? Zuho, let's just say, I know why you joined the gang, that's all. With that, he walked away and Taeyang's eyes followed his movements. Taeyang, what exactly does he know? The others kept celebrating, but Taeyang decided to go back inside to his room. He laid down and stared at the ceiling, thinking about the woman with the bracelet and how to find the files he needed without arousing suspicions. Suddenly, there was a knock on the door. Taeyang didn't feel like talking to anyone or going out to join the others, but the person knocked again despite the silence from Taeyang. Taeyang slowly got up and went to open the door. He saw Jun standing at the door with a tray of food. Jun, you should take this. Taeyang was about to refuse when Jun nodded towards the tray. Taeyang grabbed the tray and thanked him before closing the door. He set the tray down on the small desk in the room. He uncovered the tray and saw a plate of food. However, the plate didn't seem to be sitting right on the tray. He carefully adjusted the plate and felt that something had been taped to the bottom. Taeyang, what's this? He ate slowly and moved the tray around to casually get the item from the under the plate. After he had secured the item, he got up and went to leave the tray in the kitchen. He walked back with his hands in his pockets when Youngkyun put his arm around him. Youngkyun, what are you hiding? Taeyang brushed off his arm and kept walking, ignoring him completely. Youngkyun smiled to himself and followed him into the room. Youngkyun, are you sure it's a good idea to isolate yourself? Taeyang still refused to answer. Youngkyun began to feel annoyed and went over to Taeyang's bed to try and get him to acknowledge him. Youngkyun, hey, I'm talking to you. Taeyang turned over and Youngkyun jumped on the bed and the two began fighting. Suddenly the door opened and Jun walked in before pulling them apart. Jun, what did I say about violence? Youngkyun, he... Never mind. Isn't there another place I can sleep? Jun, no. You all must stay in your assigned rooms. Tonight will be the last night. He walked out and Youngkyun wiped his mouth. He noticed the blood and quickly went to wash his face. Youngkyun, Seriously, this better not leave a scar. I need my face for my missions. Taeyang waited for Youngkyun to come out before going in himself to wash his face. As he dried off his face, Youngkyun stood by the bathroom door watching him. Youngkyun, I just wanted you to know, even if you don't want to be real friends, at least pretend in front of the others. We're all on the same team after all. Isolating yourself like today might cause some misunderstandings. Taeyang, why would you care? Youngkyun, just, I had considered you as a brother. You can forget about it. Taeyang didn't say anything and walked past him to get back into bed. Youngkyun slowly walked to his own bed and laid down in silence. Sankyuk and Zuho. Sankyuk had gotten too carried away with celebrating and Zuho was helping him get back to the room. 
Zuho made sure to set him down gently on his side so he wouldn't choke in case he threw up. Zuho was barely getting settled when Sankyuk suddenly spoke. Sankyuk. Young. Am I a good leader? Zuho wasn't sure if he was talking in his sleep, so he stayed quiet. He heard Sankyuk move around in bed before speaking again. Sankyuk. I guess I'm lacking. Zuho Hyung. I'm sorry I'm lacking. Zuho. I'm not your Hyung. Sankyuk suddenly started crying. Sankyuk. <laughs> you don't even see me as a dongsing? Zuho sighed and went over to pat Sankyuk's back. Zuho. Why do you always forget that you're older than me? You are my Hyung. Sankyuk stopped crying and looked up at Zuho with a blank expression. Sankyuk. Really? Zuho nodded calmly and Sankyuk laughed. He got comfortable and fell asleep. After making sure that he was really asleep, Zuho got up and went back to his own bed to fall asleep. In Song and Jaeyun. They walked in and went to sit on their own beds facing each other. They began communicating in their own language. For some reason, Jaeyun just couldn't stay calm. Jaeyun. Hyung. I'm worried. I keep getting an anxious feeling. What do you think will happen? Insul. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. We just need to stay by their side and we'll be protected. Jaeyun. Are you sure? Insung. Yes. We'll just keep looking out for each other like always. Jaeyun. All right. I trust you, Hyung. Insung smiled brightly despite feeling the same anxiety. Youngbin and Chani. Chani walked in angrily and went into the bathroom. Youngbin stood outside the bathroom door about to knock, but went to stand by the window instead. He looked out into the garden and saw some of the guards making their rounds. Chani came out of the bathroom and laid down without saying a word. Youngbin waited until he assumed Chani had fallen asleep and went over to sit on the edge of his bed. He wanted to stroke his hair or pat his back, but he pulled his hand away. Instead, he just spoke softly as he fumbled with his hands. Youngbin. I'm sorry I lack so much as your Hyung. A tear fell from his eye as he watched Chani sleep with furrowed brows. He went back to stare out the window and silently cry. Sokul and Taekyun. Taekyun went straight to wash up and Sokul waited for his turn as he sat by the window and looked outside. Taekyun came back out and Sokul turned to face him. Sokul. Hyung. Why are you here? Taekyun didn't respond. He just laid down and closed his eyes. Sokul stood up and slowly walked towards the bathroom before stopping at the doorway. Sokul. Hyungnim just killed off the only connection you had to your girlfriend. Are you sure you still want to stay quiet? He closed the door and Taekyun opened his eyes. Taekyun. What does he know? How does he know? He waited to confront him, but thought it could be part of a trap or test, so he forced himself to go to sleep instead.